Hey guys, it's Chris here. Wanted to let you know that today's episode is powered by MyBookie.ag. You go on over to MyBookie.ag and put in the promo code TARPSOFFSEASON. That's S-Z-N or S-Z-N if you're in Canada, but it's not about the Z's. It's all about the cheese. We will give you a 100% deposit bonus on Every dollar you deposit up to $1,000, you put in 20, you'll get 40. You put in 40, you'll get 80. You put in $69, you'll get $138. You don't just have to bet hockey. You can bet the NFL, MLB, NBA, presidential election, hot dog eating contests, you name it. You can bet it. And we're going to give you a 100% deposit bonus at mybookie.ag when you hit tarps off season. S-Z-N. That's tarps off season. S-Z-N. Now let's get to the episode. This is Jerome McGinley, and you're listening to Get the Puck Out. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Welcome back. Oh, oh yeah, man, how you doing? On, you good? On, I know you like yeah, that. All right, guys, welcome to today's episode of Get the Puck Out. I am your host, Chris Mancuso. I am back today with Jack Gotzel, and we have a special guest with us today, Carolina Hurricanes forward, Vincent Trocek. Uh, Vinny, how are you today, man? I'm good, guys. How are you guys doing? Oh, everything's good, buddy. Everything's good. Great. You know, it was, uh, it was a rat race. Obviously, you were right in the middle of it, and we're going to get into that. But we had just launched our uh, hockey website, and everything got going with the, uh, with the bubble and six games a day, and that, that coverage in rat race was crazy, man. But I want to uh, ask you, what was it like? Obviously, I'm sure you got this question a lot, but what was it like being inside uh, the NHL bubble, like being in that hotel room? Like, what are in that hotel? What, where were you guys? The Royal York or something like that? Uh, we were at, yeah, the Fairmont Royal York in Toronto. Um, we were one of, I think, seven teams that were at that hotel, and then five other teams were at uh, Hotel X in Toronto. But it, it wasn't bad. I mean, it was better than I expected it to be. Um, the league did a good job with everything, organizing and everything. Made it so that we had at least something to do while we were there. They had a few restaurants that were blocked off just to the NHL. They had golf simulators at the hotel, stuff like that. So, I mean, it was playoff time. So it's not like you're going out doing much during the playoffs, even if you're not in the bubble anyway. So um, it was fun. Yeah, there you go. And uh, you just became a, a father. Is that correct? Uh, two years ago. Well, two, two years ago. And uh, my wife's due any day now with our son. Oh, there you go. Was it was it tough being away from the the family for that time? Yeah, that sucked. I mean, um, being away from my son for two months was was tough. But luckily, with FaceTime now, um, I was able to see him daily. Yeah, it's a lot different. I know those technologies kind of help a little bit, but nothing ever beats, you know, as a father myself, being home with the family and the kids and right. and, and and everything else. But so you go. Uh, last season, you get traded to the Carolina Hurricanes, and I wanted to bring this up. Uh, Justin Williams retired. What was it like playing with Justin Williams, and just what kind of teammate and uh, and leader is he? And where I know you were only there a short time, but what were you kind of able to uh, to get out of him? I know he's just such an impressionable guy to like anyone you've ever talked to that's played with him. Yeah, I mean, you don't really. At least I didn't. I didn't really respect um, how how great it was until I got able to play with him and, and see just how hard 
was on the ice. His high IQ was incredible. Um, to play with him on the same line in the playoffs and uh, just his positioning and, and how well he is or how good he is around the net and tight. Um, he's just so smart and easy to play with and he creates chances uh, all the time, every shift it felt like. Um, as a person, he's unbelievable. He's a great guy. Um, just a down-to-earth uh, Oh, so it's hard. You don't find very many guys that played the league that long, played that many games, and are just that down to earth. Like he is, uh, he's a great guy. That's incredible, and he had an incredible career. You know, known as Mister Game Seven, like big, big playoff moments. Uh, obviously, massive playoff success with the LA Kings. Uh, you're, I mean, going from Florida to Carolina. What's been the biggest difference so far between the two franchises that that you've noticed? I mean, I'm sure it's a it was off to a little bit more of a successful start as far as like playoffs and, and things like that go. But like, what, what's the big difference between actually being in Florida and being in Carolina? Cause they're, a, they're a big hockey market in Carolina. I don't think people understand that enough. Yeah, they are now. I mean, I wasn't exactly lucky enough to play in front of the Carolina fans for, for too many games. I only played two games in Carolina um, before the season got suspended. So um, I'm looking forward to being able to do that again, hopefully soon. Uh, I mean, just Rod Brendan Morris is, is, he's probably the biggest difference is just having him behind the bench, somebody who uh, is so passionate and, and wants to win so bad. Having him back there is, is uh, it's awesome to have every, every game. He comes into the locker room before games and his pregame speeches are, are second to none. I mean, you can tell he just, it's like he wants to get out there and put somebody through the boards, just <laughs> put the pads on. So uh, he's been great. And the shape he's in, he probably still could get out there and, and, and teach guys a thing or two as well. I think that guy has a 12-pack on his stomach. I didn't even think it was possible, but I've seen some of those issues he was in. They don't call him Rod the Bod for no reason. That's awesome that he fires up the boys and, and gives those wicked pregame speeches. That's exactly yeah. what, like, you know, and that does make a huge difference, right? And, like, that probably goes with like, he hasn't even been out of the game for that, that long. Right. So, I mean, it's this new wave of yeah. these, these new coaches that are more relatable to the players, I think, than maybe some other places. So that, that, that's pretty cool stuff. So you're actually in a fantasy football league with Jack here and Jack, I heard you got slapped last week. I did. Vince uh, gave me the business last week. Yeah. We got a good league going with the, the Hauser family back home. So, uh, I've been in that league for like five, six, six years, I think. Yeah, and, and killing six. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. You had a uh, a pretty impressive uh, junior career too. Uh, you got had OHL player uh, player of the year, most points, and you uh, played with Tom Wilson for a little bit. W what was that like? Yeah, my last year in the uh, I got traded from Saginaw to Plymouth at the deadline and. Um, got to play with Willie in, in Plymouth for a little bit. Uh, he was a good player back then, too. I mean, he was one of those guys that you knew whenever he got drafted. It wouldn't take long for him to make the transition from junior to the NHL. That's wicked, man. That's, a, that's wicked. I didn't actually know that you had played with Tom Wilson. He's obviously a polarizing figure in the game to this day and one of the hardest guys uh, to, to play against in the NHL, I think anybody, uh, anybody would say that. Now, um, Playing on the ice with no fans and the crowd noise pumped in and like the people on Zoom, how was that? Like, was did, did it affect the way the game was played on the ice? 
No, I don't think so. I mean, when you're on the ice, you don't even really recognize that you're you're just out there playing the same way you would as if they were fans. The only time I really noticed it was I think like the first game we played, um, sitting on the bench. When you're on the bench, it's a little weird and. I didn't even realize they were pumping in fan noise until somebody mentioned to me uh, that they, they listened, were listening to it on TV and heard that. But, um, I mean, that helped a little bit, uh, getting a little bit of noise so it wasn't just silent in the, in the arena. But for me personally, I didn't think it was bad at all. I mean, w- once you're on the ice, you're focused and you're not really worried about who, what's in the stands. Were you, were you worried about the, like, the COVID-19 and the, like, when you went into there, was there, like, some safety concerns? And then, like, how do you think the league handled it from that standpoint? Because, I mean, they didn't have one positive test once everybody got inside the bubble. I mean, it it was, like, almost like the standard of how to fire these leagues back up during the coronavirus time. Were you you surprised? Were you a little nervous going in? How did you feel about that? I thought it was, I mean, we were safer going into a bubble than, than being where we were at home. I mean, you you bring all these guys in everybody's getting tested every single day so you know if somebody has it um and it's just us in the bubble there's nobody else so if nobody has it day one realistically nobody should get it the entire time because i mean you're not allowed out of the bubble yeah so the nhl was incredibly successful in that with uh no positive tests uh, how, how are you feeling going into the next season? Is there like a lot of uncertainty with like how they're going to run it and like what's going to go on? Yeah. I mean, we really don't know what's going to happen or how we're going to play the season out. Um, just kind of playing it by ear right now, having the NHL and the NHLPA figure that out right now. Okay. So there hasn't been any like formal plan mapped out to you guys definitively. Okay. Well, that's something, I mean, I heard there's a lot of rumors going around that they might even be looking to play a game on Lake Louise, which would be, which would be outstanding uh, to, to see. And I think you're going to have to see some sort of like maybe division bubble format. I've heard talks of an all Canadian division, but who knows? It's all just, it's all just hearsay for right now. But uh, Vincent, quickly before you go, you have uh, your own clothing line. Uh, why don't we talk about that a little bit and let the people kind of know where they can find that too. Cause it's, it's great stuff. Exactly. Weeks ago, maybe a month ago, what they call 500 level. They do a uh, clothing, and and they partner with with athletes, and they try to get them a logo and and make some T-shirts and stuff like that out of it. So, um, one of my PR people had got in contact with them and, and started working on a logo and working on some designs, and uh, finally fired something up with with them. And uh, it's on VincentTrocheck.com is is the website to go purchase stuff on there and uh yeah it's so far it's doing pretty good i mean i like the stuff and uh, it's been fun to kind of work through the designs that's awesome man that's awesome jack do you have anything uh else before we let vincent go here i don't want to take up too much of his time i mean i know uh that was such a grueling time inside the bubble and uh and with uh, about to be a new father any day now man we just appreciate you dropping by and uh and uh and letting us know about to have his second uh bring his second child into the world man so we appreciate that no problem yeah, that's awesome, Vince. Uh, happy to hear that. Happy for you. Uh, just good luck next season uh, and, and keep killing it. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. All right, guys. This has been Vincent Trocheck. You can check out uh, vincenttrocheck.com and make sure you watch the Carolina Hurricanes. Vinny, Jack, good talking to you guys. You guys. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, no problem, buddy. Take care.